This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gyomi Talks. This is Gyomi again. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day, as am I. It is a beautiful fall day out there, like perfect hoodie hoodie weather. I was actually a little concerned we would go straight from wearing shorts and t-shirts into the winter gear for a few days because it was cold. It was very, very cold, but now we're in perfect fall weather. We got the hoodies and yeah. Uh, this week's guest, I have Brian Cannon on the show. He, he, Brian is an all-around interesting dude. He has been, well, he's a photographer. Uh, he's learning drag. He is a Switch and TikTok content creator, and just an all all-around nice, nice dude. Uh, a couple things first. I just want to remind everyone, if you are in London, Ontario, go check out Doing Fine Kitchens. It is an amazing restaurant, which I personally love. And you're supporting local, and the food is damn good. So go check those guys out. That's in the Belfry Art is doing commissions right now. And if you want that special gift for that special someone, because we all know Christmas is coming up quick, and... If you're like me, you're just going to flat out forget to uh, purchase things. Because if you... I'm actually got the site up right now. Uh, she did a cool little Megatron in the rain right there. Oh, a whole bunch of commission work right there. She did one for No Ring North. A uh, couple of zines, a couple comics. And just some very, very cool stuff. It's... Um, yeah. That's it. Just very, very cool stuff. <laughs> so if you want that special gift for somebody out there, uh, go check that out. If you need any graphic design work done, check out Rob D59. He is an easy dude to work with, and he does fantastic work. So go check him out. And I'm just going to get straight into the show this week. Here is a commercial for Only Slams before the show. Hope and I'll talk to you on the back app, folks. Hey guys, I just want to take a quick second out of the podcast to talk to you about my friends at OnlySlams.ca. It is the only place online to find all your No Ring North merch in one spot. And they have this amazing deal going on. $30 each. Prices include shipping within Canada. Please contact them for any orders outside of Canada. But you buy one shirt, $30 including shipping. You know what? Buy two or more, they're $25 each. You have Warhead, No Ring North. You have PD Skills shirts, Tyler Hill, Jesse Mack, The Grinder Mark Shaw, Tyler Arrow, and Northern Brutality. And they just have more and more stuff. And I'll be honest with you guys. They're updating all the time, so go check these guys out. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. I am... Ah, fuck it. This is like my third or fourth intro now. So you guys are... You guys know the show. You know I mess up all the time. I'll put the other ones on on the blooper reel at the end. I got Brian Cannon on the show. Uh, Brian is a photographer. 
he is learning drag he is a, a cosplayer he is a whole bunch of things a twitch affiliate he is a pretty cool fucking dude and i'm lucky to just call him call him friend how's it going man it's going good today um just been uh relaxing since the weekend's been crazy with corn roasts and uh working on uh my save the dates for our wedding next year oh yeah so it's just been good to just relax wake up in the morning and get back to things oh because i got married 18 years ago i'll be straight up it's a fuck ton of work man oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have my sister doing a lot of it so helping out with a lot of it rather than paying for an actual um wedding planner oh yeah because they can cost you thousands of dollars for basically someone to tell you what to do I was quoted 3500 for the whole entire thing, but it would have to start little bits over the months, and then we would hang out for one whole month and do it all within the month, and I was like, no, that's that's just too much work. I'll just do it over time myself, mm -hmm. and it's actually been working. No, which is which is great, because weddings are, are always, a, always, always, a, always fun. And yeah, um, I got married 18, 18 years ago, so I'm old, and I'm thinking the prices may have changed a little tiny bit in in 18, 18 years. Yeah. Yeah, and also being a photographer, you kind of know that uh, you know what to look for wedding we wedding photographers. That must be a little weird. Um, being a being a wedding a person who has actually done wedding photography, looking for a wedding photographer. Well, it, it kind of helps that, that like when you go into media, because um, I started my life with uh, going to Loyalist College for TV and new media, and so my roommate that I had, which I'm going to say, sorry to the landlord, but I'm going to say I was a dungeon because there was bars on the windows. Uh, her and I just felt kind of uh, locked in that place, so we got to talk to each other a lot, and she's a photographer because she was doing going to school for photojournalism. And I kind of bonded with her, so it was actually pretty easy because it was just, hey, my mom knows you, my mom likes you, do you want to do it? She's probably going to pay for it, so if you're okay. And she's like, oh my god, it's been in like how many years since I last saw you? So it's actually really good to see a friend and have them there, but also have them take the photos because you know, they know what they, they want because I've seen what they've done before. And it's somebody you can actually trust. So Exactly. And, and it's not like... Oh la di da! Oh, like like me, I I we had wonderful people. They did a fantastic job. No complaints. They were surprised when we offered to feed them. It was one of those. It's like, oh, yeah. we are getting fed. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to eat? I'm like, well, I'm feeding hundreds of other people. Um, why would you not want to want to eat eat as well? Oh, normally people don't don't offer us that. I'm like. Are people assholes normally? And because yeah. you're gonna be here for like twelve hours, and you not expect food? I I don't know. It just uh, the way some people treat others bothers me. That's it. Just the uh, it's the little the little things in life that go a long way. And I actually have your photography page up up here, and I am looking at at it. Uh, for anyone listening, it's go follow Critters Den Photography because you have a very eclectic assortment of photos up here. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> a 
because you have many different different interests. Uh, let's see, going through it, you got some wrestling, you got some wedding photography, you got drag drag photography, which is and it's all absolutely amazing. Like, and I'm and I'm not just saying that to be like, and that's one thing you don't see too often: full drag queen with a, like a picture perfect beard. It just that's. Oh. The bearded drag queens, yeah. Yep, it just. That's that's actually a different thing. Like there's, there's so much different, uh, so much. Um, I'm gonna say subclasses to drag because you have like bearded queens and you have the nuns because there's uh drag queens that do full white makeup and they wear nun outfits and they're forget their actual name but um so there's them and then there's a different versions and then there's also different versions in the drag king world as well. Oh yeah, and because I'm actually looking at one of the nun photographers, um, yeah, looking at at one of the photos you just spoke of right here, there. Uh, so why, when did the interest in for photography start? Has it always been a uh, for, for, uh, passion for you, or? I think it's, yeah, I think it's always just been there. You just don't notice it because as a kid you start taking like, I started taking photos with like um, the beautiful. Um, shoot point and shoot where you have to scroll it to get to the next photo oh yeah a uh, little doll not dollar store ones but you know like the, the ones that we used to have and um i always took photos with those and then just kept going and when um technology got better it was i was getting new new cameras and taking photos of uh just everything my family was doing and just wanting to document because like when you have a, like a big family, you want to be able to document stuff, and it just—I know no one really was at times, so I was the only one that was able to do it. Um, and then over time, once you know, I started getting into other interests. I just kept taking photos, and then of course I was also in the world of scene kid and emo world, where I was always doing selfies, and I was having fun with. Uh, I had a strobe light, and. Um, it was one of those old cell phones and because the light would go through because it's like the screen was so old that it actually gave me like a darkness at the top and bottom and then just a light in the middle and it looked really creepy and I really liked it so I kept just doing selfies and doing that and also documenting everything and then I think over time I just got a bigger camera and then ended up going into photojournalism for a while so that was really fun. Photo journey of journalism. Never heard it or, or about. What is that noise? Is that me? Is that you? Unfortunately, that would be uh, the, the Albright chat in the background. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all good. So, photo journalism. How how did you get 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 in, in, into that from just kind of. Start start starting everything out as a as a as a uh, a hobby. Um, well, I would say just um, it wasn't. It's not too much of a hobby, just because I I've, I've kind of been kind of pushed away from maybe events are fine, but to actually do the full photojournalism, I went into uh, college for um, TV and media, as I said. But because of my health and not knowing about all the things that are going along in my brain, um, and also just dealing with people that don't like to work as a group if they don't like somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I failed TV New Media, and then I decided to go into photojournalism after doing media experience. I, I graduated from media experience, but it was just a small program. 
um, just get a certificate instead of a diploma. And then I went to photojournalism, and it was cool at first. Like I was having fun, kind of like um, taking just random photos. But because it was in Belleville, Ontario, um, Belleville's a nice place, but there is a lot of bad people, of course. And there's always in other towns. But taking photos, I had someone um, flip me off and tell me that I'm just a stupid photojournalism a, a student. And then I also like uh, witnessed a car crash and was told to take photos of it. And then um, even doing some projects that they had in the photojournalism area, like I, we had to do take photos from 9/11 and kind of put them together, and then put them in categories of like, you know, this is good for this type of news, this is good for like this type of news, and it just went through kind of pushed me away from it but I do like the the normal parts of it when I say normal I mean as in parts that aren't a crisis and things happening to people around the world um but it's more like events that I like taking so in with photojournalism a lot of my stuff that I took was part of the the Christmas parade and uh, that always happens every year and then there's like um soup tasting in Belleville so like they go around and you pay two dollars each place and you get different soup so I took photos of those and that's where a lot of the passion came from my phone fell. <laughs> so a lot of my passion came from um came from just doing that type of journalism so I was really having fun with it so um so I still look at that as a, a fun time and being able to um just take photos from there and then from taking photos, you started learning about the drag world for a little bit more because you were taking, take. if I'm following the timeline, you were taking photos of shows, correct? Yes. Um, yeah, so I definitely uh, started looking at the drag shows I was around just because I was like, okay, cool, I'm taking photos of um, scallywag toys and they were doing like a lot of... Uh, uh, Dungeon and Dragons and other things like that and the next door was the uh, there was something else and then there was the bar oh there was a French store restaurant and then the bar and that's where I started seeing drag shows popping up so I started going in started taking photos and then started connecting with one of them the main person there uh, Lily Devine and I've just been kind of following her and you know I, I as young you don't really know what you want to do in the future so like I said I want to be on TV said that I wanted to be somewhere that was acting or whatnot right just because of a lot of my um, like medals that I won from like the Kiwanis Festival in Aurelia so I just was happy to try to get into that but um, didn't get too far and then meeting Lily I kind of was like you know I'm opening up in my life I'm trying things I've been doing cosplay for a while and I don't mind looking at drag I never liked seeing myself in a dress just because my old-time friend um, since I was three dressed me up in woman's clothes I kind of resented it as a child but I guess obviously getting older and learning myself I actually want to get into it and when I started getting into it I actually had fun and it was just like cosplay all over but then there's even my personality that comes through it whenever you put on say a costume you feel like the character whenever you put on a fursuit you feel like the animal or the personality that you want that that's inside you right and so drag is the same kind of thing you put on the, the the makeup and you just become this new person where you can look at someone and you start cussing them out and everyone just laughs and goes oh it's a drag queen rather than wow that person's 
you know, did a, did a weird joke, but I'm okay with it. Well, I know a couple of things about weird weird jokes, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you took the took the huge leap, and people don't understand how big of a leap it is going from being a sideline character like myself, being around a scene to being part of a scene. That is a huge jump there. It's, it's no one. It takes takes courage man because um i have done stand up two three times and i've got booed off every single time it was awesome oh i'm i'm all i can do a podcast i can be funny here and people oh you should try stand up okay i'll try it i have no fucking clue clue what i'm doing i don't know about timing or or anything or um so basically i just went up and started talking and just so quickly just kind of try to rail off jokes and it just did not work yeah and i i understand that because the fact like i haven't even gone up on stage yet with drag just because i've been using tiktok as a platform um but it's just helping me and i don't care if other people see it it's just more of the fact that i need to practice with looking like i know <clears throat> you and i talking um i'm looking at the phone but then i see myself and i keep looking at myself so mm -hmm. looking around kind of helps me but yeah. When it comes to, like, say, if it was stand-up or dancing in front of people, I've always known to close my eyes and just keep dancing and having my eyes closed. And I don't I don't like that because you're supposed to be looking and interacting, and it sucks because you do it as, you know, part of the dance, but to fully keep your eyes closed and to just, you know, not see anything, you could either fall or people are going to be confused why your eyes are closed, right? So mm. it just, for me, it's just been, it's helping me, but for TikTok, but I still have, don't think that I have the confidence yet to go out there until right. I can fully get, you know, my makeup fully done where I feel, as it falls in, <laughs> makeup. Um, and just to start, just to get, get, get kind of back on that track, I know you're also going into public relations work, which is... For, for for somebody that's a little bit shy and a little bit withdrawn and you're really putting yourself out there doing that man how 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 did you decide that you know what I'm gonna talk for others and sell them I think it's just the fact that um, being younger um, you know I just liked a lot of you know you see these conventions where you get to see all these like actors and actresses out there and I didn't think that, like, you know, I could talk for them or even, like, just kind of even go up to talk to them. Um, to the point that in 2010, I actually got um, Mark Hall to uh, to Twin Lakes Secondary in, in Aurelia. And I got him there the first time, and then he actually came two more times. And those, all those is just my mother seeing that I'm putting more more love and passion into what that instead of putting it to the science test the next day or the math like quiz that's coming up soon I should be studying for I'm not doing that I'm cutting pictures of Mark Hall onto this paper with like his name and explaining his like whole story with the um, the, the Christian school board with having his boyfriend come to prom in 2002 um, and then to the movie that they made of him 
and um, the documentary that was based on it as well, having that up as a big Bristol board instead of a science project, you know, kind of made them go, okay, well, you're putting more love into this. And I guess the passion from there just drives me to the point that, yes, I was a fan, but afterwards became more of a friend. And even if it is like acquaintance or close uh, or like a close friend or just a friend that you can talk to whenever you can, um, is amazing. And then going into Loyalist College again, in that media experience that I was explaining that I graduated from, there's a radio part there, and I didn't know what to do for the radio, so I was like, you know what, like we have to do like this project, but I don't want to do the project. You know what, I don't want to do the project at all. So instead, I messaged uh, John Stalker, which is the voice of uh, Beastly and Care Bears, but also the voice of Ontario when he was younger on the radio. So I called him up um, and was like, hey, well, emailed, of course, um, and basically was like, hey, so Twin Lakes wants to do this with you. I hear that you're maybe living around here because I go to conventions and I kind of heard that he's moving. So, um, so with him coming over to uh, speak, it was really cool because he got to teach voice acting, teach radio work, and we didn't have to do the project. <laughs> So it was a project on, you know, sitting, listening to him and making a voice or teaching him what you do for the radio in a sense. And backing up a little bit, how did you get involved in the conventions? Because I Sorry. I really don't know how conventions work. They just, somebody, I've always turned them, turned them down just because uh, shoot job, shoot life, I can't just vanish for three days on a moment's notice because I always get the hey um, can you come here in three days because so-and-so backed out um, no I can't I'm sorry I'm good and also I would be the most boring convention person ever because it's just like I'm sitting there probably reading a book somebody walks up hey how's the day one fine you so what do you do podcast <laughs> um, I see it as like the, the convention stuff that I got into is more um, I would say for any convention go the one day just go one day to feel kind of because you're going to have culture shock right so going there the first time 2007 was my first time and uh, so with that it was just my cousin and she brought me and I just kind of started going into there and just kind of talking to people and like getting used to what was going on and the next year I wanted to go and it just kept going from there um, but as I see it even even what you said there the feeling that you'd kind of be like that sometimes you have to be on the fly because like um, I guess just always thinking and just kind of thinking what you can do next because I started off with just being you know a normal conventioner just going and meeting people like that are actor actors and, you know, I'm seeing a lot of things and, you know, eventually I got into actually um, being, I guess just being a character on panels as uh, Finian from Black Butler. And I just started getting into that aspect and it was just kind of, kind of cool. But then also how you said you felt, you know, you'd be, you know, tired. I think it just comes with like do what you gotta do, because two two aspects that I've seen is, I've seen John Stalker sleeping, so 
to go over to him and wake him up, it just seems like no one was wanting to see Beastly, or they've seen him enough times because he was at Anime North a few times. Um, I think he he kept busy with his uh, his other panels. It's just more of when he was doing the the signing, no one was coming over. But then there's the second part I've seen it where people like yourself, they wouldn't allow you just to be by yourself. They would put you with other podcasters and they would talk and do like games and people that, you know, have different things on their podcast would talk more and then you get to put your input and you get to learn at the same time. See, because I find with me, if I have my co-host with me or if I have somebody else, I'm much more, I'm much more active and on you know me a little bit on 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 the podcast I'm kind of turned up a little bit because I make it more more entertaining more more a little more more punchy with the voice um, and when I'm talking normally I'm a lot more slower and I'm a lot more less animated that's the word people say I'm less animated in real life than this like uh, I couple of weeks ago I was actually wearing wearing this guy and let's see if I can show it yeah he's zombie guy yeah was wearing the zombie Gilmy talk sh talk shirt and if you want Gilmy talks merch guys go to the launch card store in the description um yeah uh, somebody asked me where I I, I got it from because he's a fan of Gilmy talks and he's talking to Gilmy and I don't even tell him because uh, he just knows the logo, right? Because if you follow the socials, then you know where what I look like. You know more. If, but if you just follow the podcast, you just see the logo and my voice. And I do that on um, on air purpose, guys, because you just hear the hear the hear, hear the voice. So he was a podcast listener talking to Gilmy. He, he listens to my show all the time. Was quoting it and which is very very cool and also kind of kind of kind of freaky too but um he 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 brought up a couple of his favorite shows we're just talking back and forth and i'm like and at the end i actually kind of just be like well thanks for for listening bud and he's like wait are you kill me i'm like yeah because <laughs> it would just and it was first thing in the morning before coffee, just dropped the kids off at school, was in a uh, uh, grocery store, and it just was like, yeah, I I got met, I got noticed, and my wife's just standing there, she's like, did that seriously just happen? Yep. Proof that people actually listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that just, I, I just find in, instances like that really, really funny, because... It's happened to every single content creator at, at at least once, whether it's at a convention or just totally random, or because I talk to because I know it's happened to pro wrestlers, it's happened to artists, musicians, and just throw throws you off when every so often when people are like, oh, they actually listen. And speaking of content creating, how did you get on Twitch? So. Twitch would be an amazing thing to talk about because I love it because the first time going on there was actually because I went on Twitch only for the exclusive Power Rangers show that came there 
on uh, Hyperforce uh, RPG. And um, they had, I keep looking at it, that's why I keep looking over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's because uh, I got this box, and it was not just the box, it came with a lot of stuff that I didn't know was coming. And I guess it was my first emotional like breakdown in a good sense where I looked at Twitch and I saw my name was being plastered all over the comments, and it's because I won. And what I won was the um, a black box with gold um, alpha uh, alpha five, which is like a rare like uh, um, figure. And uh, then I got like pajamas, a shirt, um, and a whole bunch of other like buttons, pins for Power Rangers, and it just blew my mind. So like I uh, literally cried for it, and it was just like amazing. So then that hooked me on the Twitch, but then the show was over and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, what, what do I do on Twitch? And then I found um, a lovely Canadian cosplayer named Andy Ray Cosplay that I had seen for at Anime North dressed as uh, Sailor Jupiter Armor. And uh, I kind of just got hooked from there because after Twitch, you start rating people and you start meeting people and it got me into different communities. I just really want to do it because I don't, in my own sense or my own mind, I don't have a life in a sense, at least back then. Um, I would just watch anime and just um, do dishes and go for walks, and that's that's basically all I did. So I wanted to do more. I wanted to push my cosplay, and obviously where um, drag stuff would come into as well. But at the time, it was cosplay, and I wanted to put that out and get to sewing more and, you know, doing all that. And then also um, anything else that I wanted to do, I, I was wanting to do it on Twitch. So my very first stream, actually, was after speaking to Ontario Gumby, not knowing who he was or who he is, um, I started painting just a normal box and I painted it white and then I painted it red because I want to cosplay one of the blockheads. So that was my first stream but it was destroyed because my old laptop or it might have been this laptop, I can't remember but my settings were all bad and I had a lot of other weird things on the computer that slows it down and it was like a 45 minute delay so like I'd say hello and you wouldn't hear it 45 minutes later so I got raided, it was great, it was fun, but then afterwards I, I just didn't know what else to do. And over time I started doing it just on my cell phone, even people admiring that I'm MacGyvering my way, where I had my camera, my computer playing Minecraft, a mirror behind me so that people can see what's going on on the screen. And I was just doing that for a few times, just playing Minecraft and just streaming that. Me a little far, but not too far as I wanted to be. So eventually, obviously, learning aspects and getting on Twitch and then getting affiliated was really amazing. Being rated by like uh, Andy Ray Cosplay, Shay Roz, and Mary Amber. So it was really cool to have those people come in that I've been in their community rating me and saying hello over times when I've been streaming. So that that's where I kind of came from and how I've been kind of consistent-ish on Twitch. Lately, it's been kind of getting into school, so I haven't streamed in a little bit, but I do have a Universal Yum box, so I will be doing that soon, and also making a, a new TikTok candy, which is a, um, Jello and cornstarch, making it into like a molasses-like candy kind of thing, 
with the flavor of the jello. Okay. So, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if people do want to want want to find you, check out your or your Twitch and TikTok. Where 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 would they uh, find it? Everything is under Ezekiel Squirrel. Um, I've had that name for a long time. So a lot of things for um, my main Instagram, main TikTok, and Twitch is all the same. Ezekiel Squirrel. And what does the word the what does that mean exactly? Because um, I've been seeing sorry. the name and I've been waiting to ask this uh, question. So Ezekiel actually comes from just like a I guess it's a Jewish name. I found it in a book called The Barcode Tattoo, which almost is like our life nowadays. Um, but the barcode tattoo um, was really interesting to me, and the guy that helps the the, the main protagonist um, helps her out. His name is Ezekiel, and I've always liked it, so I kind of went with it. But squirrel, a lot of dirty things can be called from this name squirrel with like nuts and such. However, the name was actually given to me because of just I guess it was like a 90s thing to, or at least early 2000s to start calling people dirt squirrel so people just were calling it to me as like a joke or just randomly whenever I did something random and then it was kind of like the movie Holes where people start calling you squirrel and you don't know who's squirrel like I don't who's this person and then they look at you and tell you hey squirrel want to go to the movies and you're like oh that's me okay I guess keep that in my mind okay so over time, I just kind of add it because I had, I've had so many different names on online that just, eh, even using the name Flying Brian, I was just like, okay, well, that's overused. So what, what do I do? So Zekiel Squirrel kind of came together, um, and then Zekiel Squirrel also has like a, I put it was Zekiel Stun at one point, which is nuts backwards, and then I just added the the back to Squirrel. Oh yeah, that's why I did. Uh... That's why it's Gilme Talks instead of Justin Gilmet Talks. Because yeah. if you Google search Justin Gilmet, uh, my second cousin is an amazing figure skater, and out of out of out of out of Montreal, uh, ice dancer tours the world. Then there's me doing a podcast, so I had to differ dif differentiate that. So, and yeah, my cousin has the same exact name as me Justin Michel Gilmet I don't know how that happened but it but it did we're the same age too haven't actually that would be kind of cool to get him on on the podcast I I think Justin Gilmet Gilme interviewing Justin Gilmet <laughs> that'd be cool and then you get always confuse people with getting him to talk at the starting oh yeah just like get 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 him to do my uh, little 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 uh, intro, which is which yeah. is uh, fun. But to be honest, I try to keep family off the show as much as I can because I just get myself in more and more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sorry, I keep looking at this. I don't have the double chin going on, and it's throwing me off. It just um, I've been been losing the weight, and I can finally see it in my face. Ever since uh, ever since I've been sick, right, and I dropped a whole bunch of weight in a few days, I'm damn proud of myself. I kept it kept it all off, and it didn't come come back. So now I'm at the lightest I've been since '97. Wow, that's awesome. Like it's and I I still got work. I hey I still got work to what to do, but 
it's a win. For me, this is huge because yeah. you know where I started that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. totally understand because, like, even even for myself, last year I was my high, highest was uh, 280, and now I'm back yeah. down to 213, just doing stuff and changing diet and mm -hmm. exercising. So I'm, I'm I'm proud of you for how far you've gotten as well. Oh yeah, just uh, one thing: getting the dog and walking every morning first thing before half hour, an hour. People underestimate how much exercise walking is and it's good yeah. it's good 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 for you i never thought i'd say that ever but it's just like I'm, I'm and i'm not the guy saying oh to cure depression go on a walk no fuck you but um going outside and getting out of your regular space every so often with my crazy ass dog she makes me do that and makes me go walk walk around the neighborhood and I let her lead kind of I know every dog person is like you never do that but I just follow where she's going going to go if and if she doesn't want to go if I don't want to go somewhere I'm like nope we're going this this way cuz having a husky and walking walking a husky if you don't let them lead your shoulder's going to come out of the socket <laughs> because yeah that's craziness and oh and last thing last thing I did want to bring up your promo in the AOA the Acolytes of Albright promo contest man what the fuck <laughs> it was fantastic I, I genuinely heard oh Brian's doing a, 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 a promo I know Brian being a soft, quiet guy, and oh my God, you killed it! <laughs> I think just a lot of my 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 as I would say like comedy slash dark brain. Like I just the help with obviously with uh, Curtis has been yeah. really good being able to edit. Like I and I could edit, but it's I haven't edited in a long time, so it was. Um, Hopeful for him to go through, but also to like work together. But for me to think of it, it was just more of the fact that like just taking uh, out their character and then putting it with drag because I haven't seen like I haven't seen like a full on like you know you've seen drag in in wrestling, but you haven't seen like an actual like drag queen drag queen that I know of like that goes from you know working on the ring becoming a drag queen wrestler. So I was like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Like, let's let's go with this. And thing. there's been you know, the, like, and, and and there's been like the Eric Carney, oh, you lose a match, you gotta wear your dress until you win it again, kind of. Kind, there's been that in wrestling, a lot. Yeah. But I I I don't think there's been a full on character character like this. Um, maybe one I'm thinking of uh, in the '80s, uh, something street. Um, British British wrestler. Oh my, Adrian Street. There we go. There we go. Yes, uh, he's the only one I can possibly think of because Goldust was not. Goldust was Goldust. Um, Androgynous character. There was people people wearing dresses. Well, Santina Morella, but that was just terrifying. Um, <laughs> Really was, because <laughs> I know San, I, 
I know him as a legit badass, and then he comes out as a as a, as a comedy character and just killed it. It was uh, well, amazing and weird, and for that time, great. Would I think that character would work now? No way in hell, but... Yeah. Just, I, I don't know. But the uh, promo contest, and then I think her name was Tracy? I totally forgot oh, for the name. My, my character? Yeah. What was the uh, promo contest? My character contest is um, uh, Hilda Delish. Hilda Delish, okay. Yeah. What the hell am I thinking about then? Okay, I, I don't know. All good. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, uh, yeah, my brain's a mess this 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 is this this week. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm taking on too many meetings, and you guys yeah. will will hear about the meetings later. Some of them have went went very very well. Yep. Okay. Right. Yep. People calling you. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. But I do want to thank you very very much for 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 your time. And I know you have a whole list of uh, uh, socials to for uh, the drops. So guys, go follow Brian on all of these. Your call to action this week will be just follow Brian. Brian on his stuff. His photography is great. He's he he's a very talent, talent very talent, talented fellow. And once uh, I get him doing all my 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 PR. PR work, I'll be able to focus on this on this on this show more. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of it is uh, all just Zekiel Squirrel for a lot of it, but then because uh, wanting to change some things that we have Critters Den uh, Creations, which has all the jams and paintings that I've been doing, and then on uh, Critters Den Photography is all the photography that I've been working on, and also old stuff, and hopefully putting on new stuff. Um, yeah, and everything else is basically Zekiel Squirrel from there, except for the drag, which is uh, Camera Shy Divine, which Camera is spelled with a K, and Divine is D-E-B-I-N-E, I think. Yeah. yeah. And if if not, guys, it's all in. It's going to be all in the show notes. Find it there. Yeah, yeah. Found the show. Yeah, you guys know how the uh, the internet works. And 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 if you don't, why are you listening? Why are you listening to this? How 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 are you listening to this show? If you don't know how internet works, anything anything like that. But for those people who don't know, maybe they're Amish. Uh, I don't know. They're listening to Gilby talks. Hey, I'm I'm getting down. I I got 250 downloads in China this week, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm getting on the Chinese the Chinese apps and servers and that kind of thing, because it took me a while to actually get on there and to be approved and and just want to say thank you very very much for uh, for coming on. This it's been it's been fun. Yeah, and you're welcome. I'm happy to come come on anytime and chat. Oh yeah. Hey everyone, this is Adam Hayes, host of Schwa Wars Podcast. I've been involved in independent wrestling here in Ontario since 2006, and I can't think of a better way of entertaining the masses right now than with this podcast. We don't only cover pro wrestling, but we cover everything pop culture, as well as a variety of fun and unique show concepts that make us different from the rest. 
we dispute, debate, discuss everything with a variety of guests as we rank, review, and rave about all things pop culture from the past and the present. So if you got a spare minute, or several, why not check us out today by going to anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash schwawars. So don't wait and check us out today. And I just want to take the, take a second to say thank you to our friends at Swar Wars for advertising on the show. Absolutely love, love, love everything Adam does over there. Go check him out. And I just want to say thank you very much to for, for Brian for coming on. We had a great chat. It was so much fun. Can't wait to get him on some of the panel shows, which are coming back, guys. I'm just slowly working at it. Kids are back in school. I'm discovering the new routine, trying to figure all this out. Basically readjusting my life uh, since I'm working straight afternoons now. It's a little different uh, doing interviews over lunchtime (laughs) instead of the evenings. But I just want to say thank you to Brian for everything. And a couple last last shout-outs. Doing Fine Kitchens, if you're in London, go check them out. Located inside Dundas and Sons Brewing. It's a little different, but they're both fantastic places. Bats in the Velfry Art. Any commissions from an amazing local artist, go check that out. And if you need any any logos, graphic design work done, go check out Rob Day 59 guys. And that's it for well for me. I will talk to you guys in in a little bit. Talk to you soon. Morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and you are back with listening to Gilmy Talks. Uh, as you all know, it's a fun time, and we talk to interesting. Fucking hell, I'm screwing this up. Okay, take you, take you, take you three. I, I, I only got about two, two hundred episodes on under my belt. You think I, I would, I would have my uh, intro down, eh? Uh, uh, <laughs> Talking to interesting people and having a fun time while doing it. 